welcome back. It is the countdown. My name is Ian Farmer. I thank you for listening in as always. Today is episode 31. It is July 26th. It will not be long. We will be entering the NFL preseason and the NFL regular season along with college basketball. Well, that's in December. College football will be coming right around the corner. Um, NBA late October. So that's the point where we are in sports. That's the state we are in sports right now. And I'm very happy because we get to shift away from the NBA for a little bit today and focus on some other stuff. Let's hop into it. And we are going to start with the Olympics. The U.S. rose to the top of the medal table overnight last night. They rose to the top of the table. Japan comes back today and takes the lead by one with gold medals, 8-7. to seven. U.S. has seven gold, three silver, and four bronze. Uh, we have three shooting gold medals. Apparently, U.S. can uh, shoot. Maybe that's okay. why we have guns. I'm not going to get political. Two swimming, one fencing, one for taekwondo, and one for skateboarding. Swimming has always been U.S.'s sport. Let's be honest. Swimming has always been a U.S. sport. Like China has ping pong or table tennis, whatever you want to call it. U.S. has always had swimming. Um, One for taekwondo, which is somewhat surprising. Skateboarding, not surprising. Skateboarding, I feel like, is another U.S. sport. Fencing and shooting, of course. Team USA lost to France in basketball, 83-76. to I was waiting to talk about this. Um, Guys, ladies, gentlemen, whatever you are, let's face it. This is the story of this team. Nothing is going to get better. It's just the way this team is going to perform. This is it. I'm not saying we can't make a run. But I'm saying we probably will not win the Olympics this year. We we will probably not get the gold medal from basketball this season. And that sucks because we've... I mean, this is our first loss since 2004, let alone we haven't won a gold medal for the Olympics. But, I mean... That's just the story of this team. However, U.S., Doing pretty good in other sports over in Tokyo. So let's shift to Deshaun Watson. Some NFL talk. Let's go. Deshaun Watson decides to attend Texans camp to avoid a $50,000 daily fine. Um, That was yesterday. The report this, this morning is that the Texans are open to Watson trades and proposals. Watson will probably get traded. That is exactly what will happen. Dolphins could be a big potential spot. That's probably my prediction. Um, Two is not bad, but I think Watson to the Dolphins is just just such a perfect pick. I talk about it on the show all the time. Dolphins went from one of the bottom teams in the NFL, and you know they were top ten in offense and defense last season. That is, they're they're a playoff team. And with Deshaun Watson, it's untelling how big their next step will be. 
Jets are also another option, although they have Zach Wilson. And Panthers are also another potential destination, even though they have Sam Darnold. But I think he's going to go to the, to Miami. I think he's going to go to Miami. Speaking of quarterbacks in the NFL, there's been rumors that Aaron Rodgers was going to retire. That is see, seeming to be false. Aaron Rodgers officially plans to stay in Green Bay this uh, this season. Um, Packers are a playoff team, nothing more. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. I don't see them getting back to the NFC Championship. Um, in fact, I think chemistry issues will lead to a first-round exit. I'm going to be honest. First round exit, obviously, teams like the Rams are going to be um, really good this year. Cardinals are going to be really good this year. Due, due to their chemistry issues, I don't know if the, I don't think the Packers beat really any of those teams. Long term, though, long term, I'm glad all this talk is starting to conclude finally. I mean, it's been a lot of talk about what Aaron Rodgers is going to do, and then it comes to what as Adams going to do, and then it's like, what are the Packers doing? They're trying to keep Aaron Rodgers, and then. Just a couple days, a few days ago, it was like, is Aaron Rodgers going to retire? I'm glad it's all starting to come to end. And I'm glad to see um, A-Rod back in uh, Green Bay. No doubt. I'm, I'm glad to see him back in Green Bay. My mock draft will be coming Tuesday. My official mock draft. The NBA draft is Thursday. I'm so excited. Very excited for that, like I always am. Texas and Oklahoma might join the SEC. Sorry, I'm sorry, I don't mean to rush through this. Texas and Oklahoma, let me repeat that. In college football, Texas and Oklahoma might join the Southeastern Conference, the SEC. Um, we're entering a new era for college football. 18 playoff is going to come. More powerful conferences are going to come. That's just how it goes. Texas and Oklahoma moving to the SEC will not be the only time that happens. This is going to lead to a movement, just like the transfer portal in college um, in college basketball. I guarantee you one of the big changes in college football is going to be teams moving conferences, which, by the way, I do not agree with. I think you should have to stay in your conference. Um, not only is uh, – that their conference to begin with, it's also kind of regional. I mean, Texas and Oklahoma are not on the southeast portion of the country. I think they should have to. That's going to be a lot of traveling for them. I don't know how bad they'd really want to do that. But they must hate the Big 12 enough that they want to do it. So that is that. Texas and Oklahoma might join the SEC this season. Well, my fantasy draft was last night. We're going to go through it. We're going to go through what I picked real quick. We are going to go through all of my picks last night. My first pick at number seven was Patrick Mahomes. Um, this is my third year of fantasy. I won it last year. I created a, I created a, a league my first year and was the number one seed throughout it all and then lost in the final four. Because of Saquon Barkley and Mark Andrews having like big like monster games, um, but my first year I was a one seed the almost the entire season. That was because of Mahomes. 
A lot of people take running backs, which I understand, but Mahomes was definitely the pick for me, especially at number seven. Um, my second pick, I had him last year with Lamar Jackson, and he did really good. Stephon Diggs, obviously he had a great season last year, but his fantasy season was next level. If I didn't have him, I don't know how good I would have done last season. However, he definitely um, is a big pickup. Huge fantasy player, huge fantasy player. Third pick, not new, the best player on my team, my roster, but I had to go with Charles Edwards Hilaire at third. I had to get a good running back by the third round. I had to get a good, solid running back. Obviously, running backs are so crucial in fantasy football, and a lot of people consider them to be the uh, best position. And I would have probably agreed with that. But having number seven, McCaffrey, Henry, Cook, Kamara were all gone. So, henceforth, I went with Charles Edward Solaire. Now, my fourth pick, I couldn't pass him up. I had to go Julio Jones. Somehow, he was still available. He was very low on the draft board. But that was an easy pickup for me. I think it was one of the steals of the draft the entire night. Julio was going to have nothing short of a great season. He's still one of the best receivers in the league. And with the Titans, he's going to be in a new system. He got out of Atlanta, which I think will make him even better. Also, Mike Evans was still available. Running him at flex is ridiculous. My wide receiver starting core is Julio Jones, Stephon Diggs, and Mike Evans. Some would argue those are all three top five receivers, I, I, but they're all top ten easily. Those three receivers are all top ten, no question. That is just ridiculous that I have that. That That's my receiver core. Insane. Insane. Next up might be my favorite pick. This might be my favorite pick. I got the steal of the draft and Josh Jacobs. Um, I put I picked Charles Hilaire, but Charles Edwards Hilaire before him because I knew for some reason he was like number the eighth best running back in fantasy last season. I don't know why he was so low on the board, but I picked him, picked Charles because I knew he was going to get picked up. Or Josh Jacobs wasn't on the board. I know not every single fantasy player goes through the board like I do and look at looks at every single option. That's a tip for fantasy when you're drafting. Don't look at the best player. Every single time, and don't look at like the top ten. You got to keep going. I just got Josh Jacobs, top ten, top fifteen running back in the NFL, as my still. Now was he better than Charles Edward Slayer? Probably, but he just wasn't high enough on the board, so I had to pick Charles first. My next pick, yes, I did want Mark Andrews. I cannot get Mark Andrews. This, when I was drafting last night, it was very, very hard because there are so many good wide receivers available, but I knew I had to get a tight end at some point. And I held out and I got Mike Jaseski from Miami. Top five, top ten tight end in the league. Very, very, very happy about that, no question. Um, I'm, Just the fact that I held out and I waited, I didn't have to get Mark Andrews. I didn't have to get um, Gronk. I went and got Mike Jaseski, and that's a big pickup for me. Kicker, Harrison Bugger, which I actually learned is the second most accurate kicker in NFL history. 
um, insane that I got him so late. I mean, he's a kicker, so not really insane. But and my defense, I went with the Washington football team. I really wanted to pick up the Buccaneers, but I just I figured that the way to go was to um pick up the football team. They um had the second best. Total, they were second in total defense last season, only behind the Rams. They had a better defense than the Steelers last season. So overall, I went with football team. Let's run to the bench real quick. Before I even picked up my defense, I actually went and went ahead and got a backup quarterback because we all know how crucial they are. Actually, in both of my seasons, I've had a player get – my quarterback has got injured. And the bye week as well is also very crucial – so I went ahead and got Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill, who was my backup last year to Lamar Jackson. David Singletary is running back. I picked him up because I knew he I know he is the Bills starter. I know that he's gonna have starting minutes. And I know he can pick up some points for me on, you know, if Charles or Josh Jacobs are out. Receiver core still pretty ridiculous. DJ Chark, who in 2019, peaked at um, in the top five receivers in fantasy, and DJ Moore, who is obviously a top 10, top 15 receiver in the league, not top 10, but top 15, top 20 receiver in the league. And I picked up, went ahead and picked up two tight ends because I have um, I um, Jaseski and uh, Hunter Henry both have uh, bye weeks on the same week which was my mistake. That's probably the only mistake I made in this entire draft. But not really disappointed in it. I got Hunter Henry from um, New England, who I expect to have a really big year, and Tyler Higby, who I expect to also have a really big year with Matthew Stafford now on the Rams. But that is my fantasy team. I think I'm really going to go win it all. I'm going to go back-to-back. I'm going back-to-back, baby. Fantasy champion last year, fantasy champion this year. But it's time to switch to last but not least. Last but not least, it is a very different topic. NBA and NFL players compared to rappers. Won't be a lot of rap on this show, obviously. But I thought it'd be cool. And if you're a rap fan, you're definitely going to be very interested in this. We're going to start off with NBA. LeBron would be Drake. Drake has been successful... In music, he's basically been the face of music for over a decade. LeBron's been the face of the NBA for over a decade. They grew up together. They're good friends. No question here. Kevin Durant, Travis Scott. Durant sometimes gets injured, comes back, shows up. We're just kind of used to him playing the game of basketball. Travis Scott drops the album every couple years, comes around when he wants to. But very, very loved. Eh, Durant's sort of loved, but I think it's a good comparison. My favorite one, Kawhi Leonard to Kendrick Lamar. Both don't really talk a lot. Haven't heard from Kendrick Lamar in years. Kawhi Leonard don't even have social media. Kendrick Lamar has social media. He has two posts about brands, one of his brands on there. Uh, Just never, never really talk a whole lot. And... I guess that's one of the main reasons. And their their uh, place in uh, hip-hop and NBA is kind of similar. 
Steph Curry is Kanye West. Steph Curry has been doing his thing for over a decade. Kanye West has two. Um, both prodigies in their respected leagues. Luca is a little baby. Both upcoming and rising stars in their respected uh in their respected standards. Um Lil Baby dropped my turn last year, blew up, um definitely became popular this year also with Voice of the Heroes, which was his collaboration album with Lil Dirk. Luca almost beat the Clippers. Was supposed to be an MVP candidate, but definitely making his case as one of the top players in the league. Joel Embiid is a little baby. I say this because the baby um, drops really, really good singles like Suge and Bop, but his last album was not very good. And Joel Embiid is very good, but he has injuries. They both have that one hole in their respective careers that sort of defines them in a way. Jokic, I might, I might get hate for this one. Jokic is Tyler, Tyler, the creator. Jokic had a big year this year winning the Most Valuable Player Award. And Tyler, the creator, had by many, not my eyes, but by many people's eyes, the album of the year. Just both had very, very good years, and that's why I think they're similar. James Harden is J. Cole. I say this. I had J. Cole as Kevin Durant in the beginning. But they're both James Harden, not always um, beloved, especially for his playoff performances and his ball-dominant play style. While J. Cole, a lot of people don't like, uh, not a lot, of, most people like his music, but there, he, has some, he has some haters out there. I think there are places in their respective careers just uh, meet. Damian Lillard is future. I'm I'm not big on this one. I'm I'm not super big on this one, but I do think that they are similar. Um, future drop life is good and high off life. Last year, Lillard has hit multiple game winners in the playoffs, so that made me think they could be similar. Jason Tatum, pop smoke. Um. Tatum's run in the playoffs and his 50-point performances put him on the map while Pop Smoke's album last year, Shoot for Stars and for the Moon, put him on the map. They both had that one thing that, that makes that really blew them up, and they're similar. Nama Mitchell was Polo G, both rising stars. Polo G, in most people's eyes, not quite as good as a little baby. Donovan Mitchell is not quite as good as Luka Doncic. But they're both still upcoming and rising stars. That's why I think they are similar. Switching over to NFL. Tom Brady is Jay-Z. I didn't have the GOAT, the greatest rapper of all time, Jay-Z, in my NBA. Because I didn't really know who to compare him with. LeBron, the oldest player on this list, obviously compares to Drake. But Tom Brady is Jay-Z. A lot of reason why I think that is because they're both they're both older. Jay-Z has been doing his things almost since Tom Brady's been playing the NFL. That's why I think that. Pretty simple. 
Something about Kawhi Leonard, by the way, I realized I didn't have him on my list yesterday. That's a crucial, crucial mistake. I would have him at five over Luka. I just want to get that out of the way. Patrick Mahomes is Drake. This would used to be Tom Brady. I know Tom Brady, Tom Brady just came off of, of his seventh Super Bowl ring, but Mahomes is the, is the face of the league. Drake is the face of rap. Comparison there. I've had some trouble with the NFL on this. Aaron Donald, I think, compares to Kendrick Lamar. Um, they don't. They both don't talk a whole lot, but they just do their thing, and that's what they both do. Aaron Rodgers is Eminem. In my opinion, Eminem not quite the goat in rap and hip hop history. Rodgers not quite better than Tom Brady. Not quite the goat in the NFL and history of football. But obviously, both very respected and both always do their thing. Josh Allen, Polo G. Um, none of us look at Josh Allen and say he's better than Patrick Mahomes. None of us look at Polo OG and say he has really more talent than Lil Baby. Um, that I think they're very similar. Christian McCaffrey is J. Cole. J. Cole obviously been rapping a lot longer than Christian McCaffrey's been in the NFL, but I think their places in hip hop both vary and they both compare to each other. Derrick Henry, future. I don't think Henry's quite as good as CMC, especially catching the ball. I'm a Panthers fan. I'm not trying to be biased, but that is just my opinion. Um. However, future has done his thing, has arguably maybe a classic album somewhere in there. Derrick Henry, 2,000 yards, henceforth. DeAndre Hopkins is Travis Scott. I, I've told you I think DeAndre Hopkins is the most talented player in the league. Obviously, there's questions about him getting the backseat and still playing in the NFL. However, that is my comparison there. A rapper I haven't had on here yet, Jalen Ramsey. I, I, I compare him to Playboy Cardi. Um, Ramsey talks a lot of smack. Um, they're both very... Um, they're not like outer like rim players. Like they still talk a lot, but I don't know. It just just for me, it feels similar. I don't know how to explain it honestly. Tried my hardest there. Devontae Adams is a little baby. I don't think he's quite as good as DeAndre Hawkins. Little um, little baby, obviously not as good as Travis Scott yet. But Devontae Adams is a little baby, and Travis Kelsey I compared to Pop Smoke. That is the countdown. That is the countdown. I did not have a whole lot of explanations for the NBA and NFL because it's just kind of how I feel. How how I feel. It's kind of hard to explain. However, as always, I thank you guys for listening to the countdown today. I love you guys. Have a great day. See you in tomorrow morning. Peace.